On the Posig Vayetze Yaakov Meber Shova, Yaakov goes out of Be'er Sheva. The Medrash tells us that the words Be'er Sheva could also be understood as Be'er Shel Shavua, meaning to say he's leaving the place of the Shavua of the oath. What does that mean? Yaakov was leaving because he wanted to make sure that he's not made to make a certain promise. Yaakov didn't want that Avimelech should force him, should get him to swear just like he had sworn, just like Avram of, you know, had sworn making a peace treaty with Avimelech. And as a result of that, causing my children, says Yaakov Avinu, to be delayed of coming into Eretz Yisroel seven generations. Meaning to say, Avram Avinu made a promise to Avimelech, a treaty with Avimelech. As a result of that promise, that delayed the Yidden coming into Eretz Yisroel for seven generations, as the Medrash explains in Parshas Vayera, that from Avram Avinu until Moshe Rabbeinu conquering Sichon and Oig, that was seven generations. Yitzchak also made a treaty with, uh, with Avimelech, and that caused that the Yidin should be delayed another generation, because from Yitzchak until finally Yeshua conquers Eretz Yisroel, there are seven generations, so they're delayed one more generation in addition to the seven from Avram Avinu. Yaakov Avinu doesn't want that to happen again, he doesn't want to have to swear to Avimelech, delaying the Yidin coming into Eretz Yisroel, Seven generations, in other words, one more generation, and therefore he leaves Be'er Sheva also in the sense, not only live, leaving the physical location, but also leaving the Shavua behind. He doesn't want to have to swear to Avimelech. So the Rebbe says we need to understand. Since both Avram Avinu and Yitzchak both promised and swore to Avimelech, they were not concerned about the Yidin being delayed coming into Eretz Yisrael as a result of this promise. They did not leave the place where Avimelech was living in order to avoid promising and swearing to him. Why is it that Yaakov is afraid to swear to Avimelech, making a peace treaty with him, to the extent that he leaves Be'er Sheva, leaves the well of the Shavua, of the oath, so to speak, escaping in a certain sense, leaving not to have to make this promise to Avimelech. So that's the question on the one hand, why the Avos were able to make this Shavuah, and Yaakov Avinu was afraid to make this Shavuah. On the other hand, the question is, how does it make sense that Avram and Yitzchak did make this Shavuah Tavi Melech without being concerned that this is going to delay the Yidin coming into Eretz Yisrael? So the Rebbe says the explanation is as follows. We find that there's a general difference in the levels of Avram Yitzchak compared to the level of Yaakov. And based on this general explanation, we're going to understand the very fundamental difference between the avoid of Avram and Yitzchak to that of Yaakov. Chazal tell us that Avram yotzam imenu Yishmoel. Out of Avram came a Yishmoel, which separated, which different to the, went different to the way of Avram. Out of Yitzchak, yotzam imenu Esav. There's an Esav that came out, again, departing from um, Yitzchak's ways. That means Yishmoel and Esav, despite the fact that they were Bnei Avram and Yitzchak, nevertheless, they left their connection from Avram and Yitzchak, from their, from their Avois, from their parents, and they separated from them. Meaning to say that the level of Kedusha of Avram and Yitzchak didn't reach, didn't touch, didn't impact these children, didn't, uh, didn't cause that they should be transformed into good. However, Yaakov, we know that his Milo is mitose shleimo, that all of his 12 children are complete, are tzaddikim, they are all complete in their connection to Yaakov and to Yaakov's level. Now, even though, of course, the Avois, all of them are considered the Merkava, they're all considered the chariot, the vehicle for Hashem, 
the neshama of each one of the Avos is from the world of Atsilus. Nevertheless, there's a difference between them. And also, in, in regards to their Avoidah, in how they deal with those things that are the opposite of good and Kedusha. Yaakov was mainly involved in elevating and refining and transforming the bad to completely transforming, transforming it into a permanent good. Whereas Avram and Yitzchak, that was not the case, as we'll soon see. And therefore, even though Yishmoel did tshuva, and according to some, when Esav runs towards Yaakov and goes and kisses him, according to some, he kissed him with his whole heart. And nevertheless, in both of those cases, this didn't last. Now, even though Avram and Yitzchak were involved in Avoid Sabirurim and dealing with the world and elevating the world, as the Razal say regarding Avram Avinu, that he calls that in the name of Hashem. And Al that not only he calls out himself, but he makes others call. All the people passing by his tent. He made them all call out in the name of Hashem. And so too it's explained in Chassidus regards the, regarding the Avoid of Yitzchak and digging his wells. That it was all a matter of elevating and bringing up sparks and so on. Nevertheless, their Avoid with dealing with the bad and the Klippa was primarily by negating it, by pushing it away. In other words, making sure that Klippa or the negative forces are not getting in the way of Kedusha, but not that they themselves should be transformed into good and into Kedusha. In other words, the whole purpose of their involvement with the Ra, with the bad, was mainly in a way of negating it, making sure that these things cannot oppose to Kedusha, but not actually completely transforming these things themselves. Just interesting to point out, to clarify a little bit more, that the Rebbe in Ha'ar of 14 over here says that even though we find that Avram was being Megayer, was converting the men, etc., and the Rambam actually speaks about how Avram was bringing thousands and tens of thousands of people close to, people close to the Abishter and so on, and nevertheless, there was no continuation to this. As the Rambam himself says, that the only ones that remained steadfast and connected to Hashem was only the Yidin, as opposed to everybody else. Again, it was more of a temporary thing. It didn't last. So that's all in regards to Avram and Yitzchak. Whereas when it comes to Yaakov, we say, He goes out into the negativity of the world. Charona stands for Charoinav, the anger of the Abishter in the world. And there he comes and he's doing positive activities to transform them and to turn them into Kedusha. Generally, this is a similar difference between the Avoid of a Tzaddik and the Avoid of a Balshuva. A Tzaddik has no connection to Ra. Even a machshava zara, any foreign thought that's not part of Avoides Hashem, doesn't even enter his mind, as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya at length. Whereas about Shuva, the idea is that he needs to transform the bad into Kedusha. And Zdoino Isnasu, like he has the ability to take those even things that were intentional Averois and transform them into Kedusha. Since the Avoid of Avram and Yitzchak, was not really about that the bad in the world should be completely transformed, like the bad in Plishtim by Avimelech and so on, rather just that his opposition was gone. Therefore, there is still some room left for the actual existence of the negativity by, by even by their own children, of Yishmoel and Esav. In other words, there wasn't this idea of completely transforming negativity into Kedusha. In fact, we just said, Yatsamimenu, that Ishmael and Esav left 
from having a shaykhus to the avoid and kedusha of the avoid. On the other hand, as I said before, they weren't opposed. They didn't dis- disturb. They didn't block the avoid of the avoid, but not that there was some sort, sort of transformation. But in other words, the very, very essence of the klipa, you can say that it was changed around by the avoid of Avram and Yitzchak. And therefore, we also can say that the actual concept of klipa is completely, completely negated. Because as far as Avram and Yitzchak are concerned, so to speak, there could still be a klipa in the world as long as it's not getting in the way of the Kedusha. Like we find by Avram, Avram settles amongst the Bnei Ches. Yes, they do recognize that he is a Nesi Elikim, a prince of Hashem, Besoycheinu amongst us. Nevertheless, they don't get transformed. It's not like they now became good. They remain, remain with this title. They are still called Bnei Ches, even after Avram is dwelling amongst them and living amongst them. And the fact that they agree to giving the Mara Samachpela and setting the, selling the Mara Samachpela again, it's just that they are not disturbing him in doing his Avoida, but their very essence was not transformed into Kedusha. Again, backed by Yaakov, Avinu on the other hand, the whole purpose of Yaakov was to elevate, to transform, to, to, to purify even the worldly matters that are from Klippa and Sitra Achra. That means if, as a result of his Avoida, there's no room anymore for any Ra whatsoever. And that's what we say regarding Yaakov Avinu, that mitose Shlema, that he has all children, Sadikim, and so on. So now, getting back to what Avram and Yitzchak did make a bris, did make a treaty with Avimelech. And made a peace treaty with him as a result of the Shavuot, this promise. What's the idea of a Shavuot? What's the idea of the oath of making this treaty? It's in order to make sure that each one of the two sides will not oppose the other. Full, in, in its full, fullest strength there, will, strength, there will be no arguments, no fights, no battles. And this is exactly what Avram and Yitzchak were trying to achieve when they made a Shavuot with Avimelech and making that treaty with him. That he shouldn't oppose them and he shouldn't disturb them in their avoidance. But on the other hand, this Shavuah and this Krisas Bris is not changing the very essence of Avimelech. It's not changing him to a Metzius of Kedusha. So that's as far as Avram and Yitzchak are concerned. But then comes the Avoidah of Yaakov. That since his Avoidah is about that there shouldn't be any Klippah at all. Rather, there needs to be a transformation of the Klippah in Sitra Achra. So there's no such thing that you can make a Bris, you can make a, a, a peace, so to speak, with Avimelech, that Avimelech should stay who he is, and we're just making peace with him. So now we can understand what the Pasuk says, According to the Pirish that we said, means he's leaving this concept of being able to make a Shavuot. There's no way he's going to be making peace with the Klippa. In other words, that as a result of his Avoida, he can't have any Klippa at all. So he can't stay in where he is as well, in a place where there's just godliness. What's his Avoida? His Avoida is, as re- in continuation to going out of Be'er Shava, meaning that he's not going to be make, making peace with any sort of negativity. On the contrary, he's going to go into a place where Hashem's anger is there, and he's going to deal with it, to transform it, to bring it into Kedusha. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we can also understand why Avram and Yitzchok weren't concerned about making the Shavuot Avi Melech, even though that would be delaying the Simcha of the children coming into Eretz Yisrael, because in truth, it's not about the treaty itself. It's not about the promise itself, which, as we said before, is related to their sort of avoida, is the reason why the Yidin are not going into Eretz Yisrael. Rather, it's when we say that there is this sort of avoida, that we're still making treaties with Avimelech, meaning to say that there is still some sort of Ra in the world that we have to deal with in that way, it couldn't have been completely 
obliterated yet, and therefore, as long as there is some bad in the world, that's what's holding back that Eden should be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. It's not the technicality of whether a Shavua was made or not. It's only after Yaakov gets involved with Choron, with Charoin Avshal Mokim Bo'olam, and he deals with a Klipa and he transforms them into Kedusha. Now there could be the true Simcha of the children in their Geula and coming into the, of the Eden into Eretz Yisrael. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true regarding the Geula Hasidah. It's going to be specifically as a result of the Avoidah of Yaakov. That because of our Avoidah in the time of Golos transforming Haroinah Shalmakam Boilam, the place where there's the anger of the Abishter, we're going to be Zoichet Rebinyam Beis Hamigdash Ashlishi, which is again connected to Yaakov, as the Gemara says, it's not like Avram, which by Avram Avinu, the reference to the place of the Beis Hamigdash is called a Har. Not like Yitzchok, where the reference is a soda field, which are bo- both more representative of more temporary things, but rather Yaakov, which called, the, called it Bayis, a permanent place, Beviyas Mashiach Tzedkenu.